Yo, what's up? Chris, where you at, man? Yo, I'm on the way, right? Look, yo, we gotta shoot the show, man. Do not be late. Yo, I'm literally in the Uber right now. You're not in the Uber. You're, you're gonna be late. <laughs> I am in the Uber. Why you're I always late, brother. You're Let's go! Feast your eyes, them boys is here. King and Christian, you know we making noise this year. Relatively speaking, we a couple of greats. You know I'm down to rap, but it ain't up for debate. We had enough of the hate from you internet trolls. You see the names, man, just give us the throne, cause it's on. And come we got on. something to say, it's gonna be something to see. Now it's a family gathering, you should RSVP. Let's One go. young fly, flashy, living this life. The other tucking in the kids, standing with the wife. Whether it's nine to five or knee deep in the game. How could they be so different, but one and the same? This Pacino, De Niro. Stock them alone. Ideas, jokes, and wisdom off the top of the dome. And come we on. got something to say. It's gonna be something to see. Now it's yeah. a family gathering. You should RSVP. Let's MJ go. MJ LeBron. Woo. Is it Nas or Sean? Woo. Everybody looking for the greatest of all time. Entertainment, sports, faith, political views. Curators of the culture that's bigger than views. Uh, let's have a real discussion. Yeah. We ain't concealing nothing. Yeah. Who'd have thought the nephew and uncle now is really brother? We got something to say. It's gonna be something to see. Now it's a family gathering. You should RSVP. Let's go. Relatively speaking. Woo! What's up, fam? Once again, it is Relatively Speaking. I'm one of your hosts, King. It's your boy, Christian. And we are back, episode four. We yeah. got a great show for you. I'm ready. Uh, we are going to be talking about some very serious things today. Yeah, today is serious. Uh, a lot of times we get... You know, comical, mm -hmm. we had a lot of fun, mm -hmm. and we probably still will. Uh, but this particular topic that we're going to be talking about today Deep. is something that has been very sensitive in uh, our community, the black community. Our lives uh, personally. Our lives personally. Yeah. And it's basically support of black businesses. Mm. And so we have been talking about why the support for black businesses uh, doesn't seem to be as prevalent mm -hmm. in our community. Yeah. Uh, so we're on our fourth show. Yes. Uh, and so far, what's been the feedback that you've gotten from the show? If I'm being completely honest, and this is not even like gas, like right. everybody's coming to me like, yo, the show is fire. Yeah. Like, the show is absolutely fire. It's something I can see being on TV. People from my church like it. People that I know not from church like it. So it, we're reaching like a different, we're reaching all demographics. And we have like already consistent viewers like people who like yo it's a monday night thing i'm watching i have it. to watch it yeah I've so had thank y'all for that first of all for the support thank you for that straight up i've had people at work come up to me yeah um and start talking about topics that we've been talking about on yeah. the show uh they'll just bring up certain things and man when y'all said this yeah, yeah. and i'm like wow and the reason why often i'm taken back by this is because although i hear yeah the support you don't necessarily see it mm -hmm. right uh, so on things like Facebook or our YouTube channel, uh, where, you know, we're asking people to subscribe and like the videos and, and share the videos and things like that. I think our Facebook group is up to about 540, 50 people. Shout out all of y'all. We love all of you guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, but when we put up the clips and things like that, we might get like two or three shares. Mm -hmm. And so with everybody liking the content, liking what's going on, uh, believing that we are putting out some good content, it just kind of makes me wonder how come the actual uh, support that, you know, the verbal support is good. Yes. 
Verbal support is good. Ver- verbal support is very good. Yes. Uh, but it doesn't translate. necessarily necessarily translate yeah. into something that can be. Uh, let's just call it what it is, lucrative, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, We do this show every uh, week on Mondays, uh, but we do it for free. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we got cameras, we got cameramen, we got lights and things like that. Uh, But we're doing all of this uh, with no money, with no budget. We're not getting paid for this or anything like that. And we still try to put out uh, some pretty good content. Uh, It's pretty funny. We actually put up a uh, survey on the page and I asked, you know, from our members, do you think that we have been giving you a pretty good quality with some, some content? And we had, you know, yes, no, so-so, and I haven't watched the show yet. And when the votes came in, we had about 19 yeses, and we had one so-so. Okay. Yeah. And that came from Ed Damaris. <laughs> wow. Are you serious? Oxy? <laughs> Which, if you know Ed Damaris, you know that's right up her alley. That's hilarious. <laughs> just a big like, yeah, so-so. Ed uh, Damaris went at our neck. Which is, no, it's actually pretty funny. No, that's hilarious. Uh, I'm going to get you back, Auntie. She back. does watch. Uh, she has made it a point that she does watch. Uh, but in the, uh, in the realm of the so-so, mm-hmm. right, uh, I kind of want to touch on that because when it comes to black businesses, mm-hmm. I've noticed that we kind of have a one and done mentality what do you when mean it comes that? to black businesses. And what's what the, I what's mean the one by, and done mentality? What I mean by the one and done mentality is uh, once one thing goes wrong with a black business, we're usually done with it. Mm. Right? Uh, so in other communities, I've noticed that we'll give several chances, we'll give a lot of chances. Uh, when things don't go the this way that we would like them to go, uh, we may go to Wendy's and they may, you know, mess up the order. And, you know, we're never like, okay, I'm never going to Wendy's again. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, so we kind of have this thing where with black businesses, once they wrong us, uh, we just have a, we have a tendency to cut them off. And what I notice is there seems to be a overall stigma of black businesses when it comes to complaint instead of a, instead of a singulary situation. So when a black like business goes wrong, it's like, see, this is why I don't go to niggas. Right this is why I don't go to black businesses. Right, 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 right. You right. can't do business with these niggas, right? Right, 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 right. Because, you know, you could have a shirt line and, and one shirt rip, mm-hmm. right? Or one uh, order late, you know what I'm one saying? One order late. Yeah. And, and it's amazing because uh, before they reach out to you or before they reach out to, to the black business owner, you know, it'll be post and, and they, you know, they'll go straight to the, to the social media. They'll put up a post and they'll trash your, they'll trash your business, right? They'll tear your business down, which will have effects on other people. They'll see it. And then it's like, you know, people will jump on and Negative. say, yeah, this is why yeah. I don't either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I seen a post, uh, this week from a young lady and the post said, uh, let me see if I can find it, small businesses, Uh and then she said in particular, black businesses, you need to work on your customer service. Was she black at least? Yeah, she was black. And so we did it, so so I asked, You know, I asked for uh, our members to give us some reasons for why people don't I support saw that. I asked, I, I, yeah, I black Yeah, I saw that. I commented businesses. as well. Yeah, I know. And here are some of the reasons. What you got? We got uh, unprofessional. 
Mm-hmm. You got bad quality. Mm-hmm. You got high prices. Go on. Right? These were probably the three main reasons why people don't support black businesses. Mm. So first, I have this I, I have this question for you. Man, this is heavy. When it comes to black businesses, do you feel like we should support black businesses no matter the quality? That's so deep. Yo, okay, so I have an answer for sure. The answer is is twofold, bro, because the answer is no. No? One let me let me it's twofold. Okay. All right, all right. One. We sh- we should as 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 black as black people we should I think a lot of times we chase dreams without prioritizing responsibility mm. and we don't handle our responsibilities before we start our dream okay so something's gonna fall so you know something's what I'm gonna lie. yeah like. Everybody is an entrepreneur now. Okay. Nobody wants to work. Like you know what I mean? Okay. Sometimes you have to work first so you can put out so you can start a business with quality. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. So that there there is a big part of that that's on us where it's like, yo, go get my mixtape. And it's like, bro, you haven't you, you haven't, mix it you right. haven't invest you haven't, you haven't invested you in haven't it? personally invested in your business. Okay. The other half of it though, which is which is very, very deep, and this is the part that I think we're gonna get into. Okay. Is a part of it is we do have to support each other to at least establish wealth within our own community. Right. I'm going to say a very big sentence, a very big sentence to me. I think the one problem, and this is bigger than business, the one problem with race relations, period, in our country is the distribution of wealth. I think if wealth was distributed evenly, racism wouldn't matter. Who, okay. who cares if somebody don't like you if you can't affect my life? Right. The problem is our life is too dependent on government, jobs, infrastructures that, are, that we aren't represented in. So we do have to build uh, our own community and our own wealth internally, which is going to take giving some grace to some businesses right. when they do make mistakes. Okay. That doesn't... That doesn't supplement or remove the responsibility to present excellence. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So we should still be patient so that we can present excellence, but at the same time, bro, we have to show a lot more grace. It can't be every time something happens. I'm not, I'm not, that's why I don't go to black people. Well, here's the thing about what you're saying, because when I think about the quality, and I think about one of the main reasons, they say one of the main reasons that small businesses and especially black businesses do not prosper is because they do not have the financial ability to put out a good product. And so we're kind of running in circles because if we don't support ourselves, if we don't support each other, we won't make money so that we can't Put out a better quality. I'm with you. So we have to start out on the level that we're on, and that is where we need the support. It's like, listen, I got your back. I'm going to pay for whatever it is that you're doing. So even if it is your mixtape, even if it isn't something that I particularly like, I'm going to buy your mixtape because you are in my community, and I'm going to help push you forward because I may not like it, but you may be able to take the money that you're doing, get some better quality, I mean, let's, I mean, if we're talking about music, I mean, there's so much trash music out there. So much. You know, but the quality of the trash music is what keeps it playing. 
That was so true. I'm trying to laugh because that was <laughs> right. That's true though. I mean, it's well mixed it's trash. It's well mixed trash. So we're gonna listen to so it. So we're gonna bump And then that. we get programmed by you know them playing it over and over and again. And speaking and, to that programming, that that's a big point. That's a big word because even our standard of quality is programmed. Absolutely. Like whatever other communities say is popping, is popping. That's what's popping. So when Gucci tries us. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now it's less boycott Gucci, but that's like a humongous thing because we're we we are so committed to Gucci. You yeah, know what I'm saying? But what we miss is we miss the fact that it is our it is our influence that makes anything that, pop. That makes anything pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if yeah. you look at the NBA, if you look at the NFL, if you look at commercials, it's hip hop music doing the commercials. It's, it's, it's actually crazy. It's hip hop. Yeah, yeah, You know, hip hop, hip hop. On the State Farm commercials. They, yeah, yeah. Everything is influenced. Don't get me started on 411 pain. Y'all owe us a lot of money over there. A lot of money. They owe us a lot of money. I want to throw a statistic out to you, and we're going to talk about this when we get back. One in seven white families are now millionaires. No way. One in seven? One in seven. And for black people, it is one in 50. So for white people, it's one every seven, and for us, it's one in 50. That's crazy. And I'm going to tell you why I think that is in the black community, and we're going to talk about this when we get back. Mm -hmm. I think the main reason that we have an issue in supporting black businesses is because of pride. I think it all comes down to pride. We don't mind hooking people up, but our pride doesn't like to be the one getting hooked up. Mm. I'm going to explain that when we get back. Yeah. It's Relatively Speaking. To listen and view Relatively Speaking video podcasts, subscribe to the YouTube channel, RSV Podcasts, also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Join the RSV Podcast Facebook group to join in on the conversation. Welcome back, family, to Relatively Speaking. Yeah. Today, we are talking about support, and specifically supporting black businesses and supporting our podcast so that we can become famous and rich. <laughs> That's actually the point of all of this. <laughs> That's the purpose of this whole show. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we're, we're, we, uh, before we went to break, uh-huh. uh, I had mentioned the stat that one in seven white families are now millionaires, and then uh, for black families, it's one in every 50. Distribution of wealth, bro. Right? Yep. Uh, which is very important. We talk about distribution of wealth. We talk about how to uh, bring our community up with the support. Uh, and we mentioned things like, should we support, no matter the quality, no matter uh, what we're getting from the product, should we support to keep that money in our community? Uh, and a, 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 I, I went online. And I seen this article, Mm -hmm. all right? I want you guys to look at this article here. We're gonna put it up on the screen. Uh, But Jones' study believes that within the black community, business ownership is not seen as valid option and lack of support stems from looking at black businesses as a hustle and not as a means to support a family. Mm. So one of the things that happened with us is that we look at each other yeah. as not real business owners. Right. We look at it as 
It's a hustle. Mm -hmm. And so we don't even take it serious. So we don't support it seriously. Yeah. We start looking at it as, oh, this is just something you're trying to do on the side. Or like you said uh, before the break, everybody's an entrepreneur. Right. Everybody's trying to do this. Everybody does hair now. Right. Everybody's a personal trainer. Everybody's cutting hair and doing eyebrows. IG and, models. Yeah, and, ev and everybody's doing that. Shout and so we start looking at it as if it's not a valid way to support the family. It's not a real thing. It's a hustle. Mm. That's our mindset. Yeah. And so in the other communities, if you'll notice... They don't really have that, 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 that mindset yeah, they don't. when it comes to each other. So if you look at uh, the Asian community, ch you know, Chinese, it's like... Who are very faithful husbands, by the way. They be cheating around all right. What you talking about? Bro? Listen, uh, if you look at that, they're very faithful in business, though. That's true. Okay? And they support each other. And they support each other. Exclusively. Exclusively. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, but with us... We're trapped. Uh, they say that we're trapped because, first of all, whenever a black person starts a business, they tend to say that the business is only for black people. So then your only support is going to come from black people. And if black people don't support, then you, you fall. Have no support. You don't have you no saying support. That's, that's, it shouldn't be that way? And what I'm saying is when white people start businesses, they start businesses for the world. Yeah. For everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Their community supports it. Our community supports it. And any, any, any business you start should solve a problem in the world. Right. Not just in one community. So you know when you talk about, when we talked about Gucci and we talked about the boycott, yeah. one of the things that I mentioned about the boycott is, I mean, if we boycott Gucci, are they really going to be hurt? No. Are they really going to go out of business because black people stop buying Gucci? No. I feel like. We shouldn't have been buying it in the first place. And that's what I'm saying. It comes from this deep, it's really a deep conversation about psychological approval. It's like, even as a black person, you wouldn't, you, you don't feel like you've made it until you have this approval from an outside community. Really, bro. That's that. I mean, you're saying, that's, what you're that's saying the, is true. That's the issue. It's this deep psychological thing in this country where it's like, you know, it's the, it's the, it's, it's, it goes back to what you were saying, as black people view it as a hustle. Right. If I see you starting a business, you hustling, until an outside community approves and stamps what you're doing, now it's it, legitimate. Yeah, yeah. So now until I want to jump on and... Once you get signed by a record label, now you're, now now you're, you're an artist. artist. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's the, that's the deep psychological thing that we have to really address. And until we all... I, I want to say this, because this is on my mind. It reminds me of a very, very deep thing that happened in our country in 1921 in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm sure you're aware of this. They started this thing after the Civil War called Black Wall Street. Yep. Right. So so a bunch of free black men uh -huh. after the Civil War all congregated in Tulsa, Oklahoma and became the richest black civilization in the country. Real estate. Real estate. Self-sufficient banks. I mean, they had all of that. OK. Uh, obviously, a, a racist group. Right. Came in and completely burned down the entire Burned down city. everything. Burned down the entire thing. Because they know the power of us being aligned, supporting one another, and building an infrastructure that's not dependent or, or, or on the approval of an outside community. And I do believe that they didn't start out on top. 
No. Nobody does. They had to build it from the ground right. up. They had to build it from the ground up and people had to go along with this while they were building. Mm. People had to have some type of, okay, I see y'all getting your stuff together. And so I'm going to ride with you while you're getting it together. And then that's going to help you get it together. This money, this, this support, this you know, approval that I'm going to keep saying, yeah, shop here. They got good stuff going on. You know, that's going to bring in the business. Uh, in high school, uh -huh. uh, Duval High School, shout out. Dirty dude. Duval. <laughs> uh, we did an experiment that we didn't even know we were doing uh, with our influence. Okay, speak on so that. So what happened was some of the more popular people in the school decided that they weren't going to go to Foot Locker and buy the brand new Jordans. Mm -hmm. What they were going to do is they want to go to Payless and they were going to get these Jordan lookalikes and wear them. Air Gordons. Yeah, there's some Air Gordons, right? They, mm -hmm. went, they was cheap shoes <laughs> Gordon Hayward. that looked nice. <laughs> but but, we, but the, the popular people went and bought them and wore them to school. So now all the cool people I rock the Payless pay shoes. What do you think happened? I think everybody wanted to rock the Payless jobs. Everybody. So now everybody became cool because the kids that couldn't afford the Jordans, they were going to Payless and buying the shoes, and they were like, "Well, so and so has them on. This person has them on. They're cool. They're cool. So now I can fit in. Now I can afford to be a part of the in crowd. Uh -huh. You know, it's like we created that influence. Right. And I think that sometimes we don't give ourselves credit to the influence that we create. I agree. I think that if the black community, if 540 people that are members in our Facebook group right now, if all 540 just hit share. It'd be a wrap. Just share. I'ma share it. We have people that are watching it, like it, won't hit share. And one of the reasons why I think that is, uh, is that there is this, um, they said in this article that there's this thing within the black community where they say, uh, keep, your, keep your moves, you know, move in silent, mm -hmm. right? Uh, don't let nobody know what you got going on. Right. Here is the backwards thinking of that. How are we going to be able to bring up other black entrepreneurs if we're not letting them know what we're doing? Mm -hmm. If we're not sharing the knowledge? Yeah. So but the reason people aren't sharing the knowledge is because of that fear of approval, bro. It's not only the fear of approval, but I want to go back to something I mentioned before we went to break, where I talked about black pride, mm -hmm. where I talked about people, black people in particular, don't mind being the person that's hooking people up, but their pride doesn't like them being the one getting hooked up. And I'll explain that. When a black person has some money, mm -hmm. they don't mind being the one that goes in the club and buys all the bottles. Okay. Right? But you don't want to be the person that didn't put in on the bottles and walking around with somebody else's bottle in your hand. That's true. That's embarrassing. That's lame. That's lame. We'll make fun of you for that. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. Yo, look at this clown walking around with the empty bottle, didn't put no money in on it, right? Taking all the shots. Taking all the shots and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We don't like that. So we kind of like step back from pushing other people forward because if I push you forward, then I might need you to hook me up 
And in our community, the last thing that we want is for somebody else to be able to say, I put you on. I put you on. Mm, that's deep, bro. That's deep. That's deep. So I got to keep you, you know, I got to keep you kind of right here until I get, so, so now me and you, we trying to get up together, you know, the crab in the barrel, uh, sim, you know, syndrome. Uh -huh. So I'm pulling you down a little bit because I don't want you to get too, too, too far ahead of me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but the crazy part is I don't mind pulling you up. I don't mind if I get to the top and, and I, I pull, pull you, you up. and I pull you up. I'll pull you up, but I won't push you up. No, Ooh, I'm not going to push you up. That'll preach, Tom. That'll preach. Man, if I had an organ and an offering plate, hey, we'd be rich right now after that. I'm one. just telling you, that's good. <laughs> that's good. But that's, that's the mentality. The mentality is... So let me ask you this. Ooh, and we can go into it. We, we, we could just introduce this right now. So do you feel like it's the responsibility of those who have ascended into the highest levels of finance, influence in the black community. Let's say the Oprah's, the, I don't even, I don't even want to say a list. Yeah. Those people. Right. Do you think it's their responsibility to invest in and cultivate black business? Because I heard Steve Harvey say something that was very controversial recently. And he said on the Monique show, when he was interviewing Monique, he said the, he said the best way I can help poor people is by not being one of them. Okay. If I'm not poor, I'm showing you an example of what you can be. I agree. I just think that once we get to that point of not being poor, all right, I feel like all of our dollars should go back into the black community. I feel exclusively. like exclusively. That's not happening. Okay, so for instance, with the Gucci, uh, if you guys don't know about this, the Gucci boycott, the, the Gucci boycott, mm -hmm. and somebody who was very prominent in the Gucci boycott. Gucci boycott. What? Gucci boycott. Uh, oh, but Ti, right? Uh -huh. So he called for this three-month boycott uh -huh. of Gucci. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm thinking, Ti, why are you even buying Gucci with the money that you've been spending in Gucci? Now he did. He did put up a bunch of black businesses. That he day. did. But what I'm saying is, if we need that. 100% support. Right. The three months ain't going to get us nowhere. That's what I'm trying to get people to understand. We are a community that we got to go full force because back in the day, other people did. Yeah. Other groups. Fully committed. Other, fully committed. They fully committed. Right. It wasn't no half-stepping. Right. It was whites only. Right. All right, we only selling land to white people. Yep. We only giving loans to white people. Facts. It's not going nowhere else. And so what we try to do is we spread ourselves thin mm -hmm. because it's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna pull up this black business, but I'm still gonna go over here and pull up, you know. Which is what Floyd Mayweather said. I'm wearing Gucci. He went in there and dropped probably $500,000 in Gucci that day. Which could have brought some, a bunch of black businesses you know, out of the red, and I feel like that's where we need to we need to start focusing on. We're gonna talk more about this. We're relatively speaking. Love the classic movies? Well, 24 Flicks has you covered. You can watch some of your favorite movies and TV shows you've known and loved. Watch anytime and anywhere and as many times as you want. Simply go to 24flicks.com and start watching now. 24 Flicks is your home for unlimited, family-friendly, on-demand videos.
We are back, ladies and gentlemen, and we are still, relatively speaking, yeah. about support in the black community. Yes, sir. Uh, we have been talking about how we view black businesses and things like that. Uh, but before we get back into the conversation, one of my favorite segments, one of your favorite segments, Hilarious. we got to do it, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for King's Common, Common Sense Post, Post of the day. Week. And this week, the submission was by myself. I need the $20 Visa card. <laughs> and so I went online and found my own Common Sense. Which I didn't I think, know we was eligible. I'm going to send in eight this week. Twenty, so uh, I need that dub. I actually had this one, and I just really I want you guys to see this right here. Let's put this up. Uh, the person says, so they close C-L-O-T-H-E-S school tomorrow. And then somebody responded, yeah, they shirt it down. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh what's really funny God. is the last comment, somebody says, yeah, that socks. <laughs> so uh, that's King Common Sense post of the week. Don't forget Ooh. to send us your King's Ooh. Common Sense post of the Ooh. week. You can send it to uh, rsvpodcast at gmail.com. They close. They close. They close school tomorrow. Yeah. So uh, nobody will be naked in geometry tomorrow. <laughs> I just think these things are hilarious. Man. Uh, if you send them in and we select yours. Spell check, people. You will be getting a $20 Visa card. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with my $20. Uh, but I'm going to support a black business. Mm. Uh, I might buy something for my wife or something. You know, That's nice. That's gotta, nice. Got to support the black business. That's nice. Uh, but again, we're talking about this support. and We're talking about the mindset and the psyche of black people. Uh, we talked about how black people don't typically want to be the person getting pulled up, right? Uh, but they more so want to be the person doing the pulling up. Mm -hmm. uh, and so because of that, it's kind of like it kind of like puts us in this rat race. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a it's a hamster wheel. Yeah, it's, it kind of puts us in this you know in this in this situation where uh, we are super hesitant uh, to just be about us and. I was thinking about this topic before we did the show, and obviously, we don't just have black viewers. I hope not. No. I know we don't. Yeah. Because I've had some of my white friends come up to me and say yeah. things, Spanish. We got right. one person in the group, who, her name Heather, and she don't got no profile pic, but I know she white. It's Heather. Heather. <laughs> right. Uh, and so I started thinking to myself, you know, how are they going to view this particular show? I was actually been thinking about that the whole time. Yeah, like, do they, <laughs> do they look at this and do they say... Oh, look at these. Hey, here we go here with some more go. people talking all about black, black, it's black, black. Affirmative action. Yeah, you know, and, and, and how do they view that? And the reason why I brought that up is because I feel like sometimes we, uh, we're so sensitive to outside... Approval seeking. Approval. That's what it is that we are scared to go 100% black. Let's just, you know, we, we, are, we are shying away from the pro-blackness the pro because yeah. there's been a stigma that if you're pro-black, you're anti-white. Or if you're pro-black, you're just crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's a bunch of stigmas on that that, 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 that is, is, is deep, deeply rooted, bro. And I think that part of that stigma from the outside influence is to keep people 
from understanding that being pro-black will actually bring us up. Yes. So it's like, oh, we can't have them thinking like that. Right. It's like the scene in Malcolm X mm -hmm. when they came to the jail. Yeah. And they walked off and the man said, that's too much power for one man to have. 100%. Right? Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes they look at us as a community and they say, that's too much power for that community to have. Mm -hmm. And so every time they start thinking a little bit more intellectual, a little bit more out of the box, we got to kind of try to figure out a way to get them back in that box. And one of the main ways they do that is the stigma. You know the what stigma. I mean? The creating of that perception. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh so, you, oh, so you don't like white people. Right. And then you start feeling like, well, let me back off a little bit. Because maybe I'm going too hard for this. Maybe, and you know, and, and so I'm not going to go as hard. And, and, and I'll go ahead and let the lights and get that's cut the off. Difference, and that's the difference with the Asian community. Is they they not seeking nobody approval. None. Bottom line, we are here to improve our conditions. Period. That's why we're here. They talk about how Hispanics. I don't know why I just touched this. I don't know. What I'm doing. <laughs> are you thankful? I'm uh, <laughs> they talk about how the Hispanics. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a common joke that Hispanics have like. 40, 50 people living in the same house. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the joke that we make. This is the stereotype. The stereotype. Right, right, right. And, and, you know, we make fun of that. And somebody pointed out that when they do that, all right, the Hispanic community is one of the hardest working communities. Mm -hmm. Why do we say that? Why do we say that they're the hardest working community? One of the hardest working. Why do we say that? I think because they'll do, like, some of the, the, the jobs that we feel are beneath us. Hmm. They'll do the jobs that we feel like we're too good for, but they'll grind it out. And when you say out. we, are you talking about black people, white people, or all other I'm people talking about, other than I'm talking about. I'm talking about uh, spoiled Americans, period. You period. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that doesn't have a color to it. No. White, black, white, we just yeah. I mean, I think, I think blacks are inheriting a, 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 a spoiled mentality that we don't have the luxury to have, right? Like, we have a lot of work to do to improve our community. So we inherit this... Yo, McDonald's is beneath me, but it's like, yo, McDonald's do cut checks. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Let me ask you something. Do you think that that, that kind of came from the fact that we worked for so many years for free doing the lower ended jobs? That's, 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 I'm definitely not going to dismiss that. At so all. I don't want to wait tables because mm. that's what my grandmother and my grandfather had to do. They had to wait on white people. So I'm not working at McDonald's serving food. I think that's legitimate. Do you think that? I think that's a, I think that's a legitimate struggle. I also think that you don't have the luxury of pride if your conditions are not in a, in a certain. We don't. We don't have the luxury to be prideful and arrogant. We don't have that luxury. What you think? I mean, I don't. We have to carry ourselves with some level of pride. You can you can work at McDonald's and carry yourself with pride. I believe so, but I just think that. If you go into people the, are doing it every day. Yeah, you know but I'm, I mean? I'm I'm talking about the psyche. Let's talk about the psyche I'm of, with of, you. of how we get to I'm this point you. where it's like, uh, you know, that job is beneath me. Because when we talk about the Hispanic community and they are some of the hardest working people, this is now the stigma. This is what we put on mm -hmm. them, and now they they run with it, mm -hmm. right? So we don't put that on black people, even though we was working for free. Mm -hmm. We don't say we're one of the hardest working communities, but we say them. All right, so they're going out and they're working every day, right? 
and they're getting whatever dollars they can get, however much money they can get. Some of them are making fifty, sixty thousand a year because mm -hmm. they're doing construction and and, and taking any jobs. They doing through, everything yeah, through the night, right, whatever. So yeah. now you have a household of eight people. Yeah, bringing in fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year. Mm -hmm. They ain't prideful. Yeah, we up in here together. But here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go, we're gonna buy some food trucks. Mm -hmm. We're gonna make some tacos. Mm -hmm. We're gonna make some empanadas, which are amazing. First of all, okay, let's just in that pause green and, sauce? And, and talk about this. What's in the green sauce? Listen, the skirt steak that they make, I mean, all this stuff <laughs> is just absolutely amazing. I don't know what it is with the oils and everything. The skirt but steak. What they do is they take this money. Yeah. Right? And then they build from that. They go buy other houses. Mm -hmm. And they send money back to their to they people in their Absolutely. countries. Absolutely. Yeah, and then man. they start. But for our community, one of the things that we do in our community is when our child turns 18, we put them out. It's time for you to go. You are an adult. You think that's just the black community? Oh, I definitely feel like it's more prominent in our community than other. I was just asking. It's white people that get. <laughs> I know white people that get to they get to go move back in with they, they whenever their parents whenever save money That's get awesome. on their feet That's deep. and then they move out. We are this go out there. Where, where do you think that comes from? I struggled, so you you struggle. Oh, that's so hurt. That's such a low mentality. I made it. I ain't had nobody to help me, so why I got to help you? Pull yourself up. This stuff is deep psychological residue from. Absolutely. Yeah, bro, it's, it's deep. I ain't had nobody to help me. I'm, I'm sure you've heard this before. Yeah. Listen, I ain't had nobody to help me, so, you know, what you mean? And, we'll, and so what we do is. We don't build legacy. No, we don't build legacy. So we'll put our own kids out, force them to struggle. Listen, you go make it on your own. Not so, only do we put them out, but we put them out without the proper life training and education on how to balance a checkbook, figure it do out. your taxes, or anything like that. Figure it out. Figure it out. Credit messed up by the time you turn eight. Mm -hmm. You know, because the cable bill, the light bill was name. already in your already name. Already in my name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can't get loans. You can't. Got and credit is a big thing missing from the black community. Spectrum pulling up at recess. <laughs> Can you sign this? <laughs> Sign Lose a crayon. Lose them all. We need, we need to talk. We need to talk about this spectrum bill. Come on, man. But see, this we're joking, but ladies and gentlemen, this is a real thing. Nah, it's deep, bro. It's this heavy. is a real thing. I'm actually internally right? troubled. This, right this is a real thing. Yeah. We don't give ourselves the opportunity to... Here's, here's an interesting thing. For most of us black parents... Okay, I got kids. I know. Right now... <laughs> None of my kids pay rent. Okay. I'm paying it. Right. Everything's good. Right. Lights are on. Right. Water's running. Right. We good. What happens when a child becomes old enough to pay bills where all of a sudden, oh, you got to pay this. You got to pay that. Now I need help. It's rooted in a in a it's rooted in the selfishness that our people have. That it's like I 
I'm thinking about me more than the legacy of my family right. and the generation that we can build if I assist if I if I just invest in you and assist you, we can break the whole cycle. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we don't we're just selfish by nature. And then us, because we have been oppressed for so long, we have a different level of entitlement and selfishness, like yo. I'm ready to live. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to Yeah, you know I'm, what ready. I mean? yeah I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to get out of here. You know what I'm saying? So And I think that the it's, reason it's, why it's, it's we tough. carry that I'm ready to get out of here is because of what we're dealing with uh in the household. Mm. Let me tell and you. And outside the household. And outside the household. I don't think people I don't think people understand the difficulties it is of being black in America. It's very difficult. People we're talking about one of the biggest issues with black businesses is customer service. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't think people see the other side of why customer service gets so bad. Mm -hmm. Because black people have to deal with so much bull crap. Mm -hmm. I done told 75 people I can't give them hookups, I can't cut my price, and now I'm starting to get a little pissed off because this is how I take care of my family, this is how I support myself, and you playing with my business. And then that starts to skew the customer service because it's like, look, stop playing with me. You about to get smacked. <laughs> <laughs> And so now the customer service starts taking a hit, and now we're and, cycle. and now we're back to the cycle of this is why I don't support black businesses. Mm. We're relatively speaking. We'll be right back. To listen and view relatively speaking video podcasts, subscribe to the YouTube channel RSV Podcasts. Also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Join the RSV Podcast Facebook group to join in on the conversation. Welcome back to Relatively Speaking, where we have been talking about support black businesses. I do want to say that, first of all, we really do appreciate everybody that watches the podcast, the people that subscribe to the YouTube channel, Straight the people up. that are in our Facebook group. Uh, this show is not to just push the podcast. Mm -hmm. We're not trying to uh somehow manipulate you into sharing we ain't even, the we ain't video, even started for that uh or hit the like button that's right down there it's we're not right. we're not trying to push that on you guys you know if you feel led uh to hit the like button or it's share by right. all means do so and if you don't you're like actually kind of whack uh so this is one of our favorite segments uh actually all of our segments are our favorite segments we Hell just tight, we throw that out there uh we're going to talk about can you relate let's get into can it you relate? can you relate when we pick topics and we talk about whether or not we can relate to them and we use relatives as the analogy of how much we can or cannot relate and the first for our topics. viewers, I haven't seen these. I don't know. <laughs> he never sees I've these. I've never seen I these. I like to catch them all guard. The first one, we have a dad was arrested for bringing a loaded AK-47 to school after receiving a call from his crying son claiming the teacher slammed him. Can you relate? Hold up. Is it a, does it say what the gender of the teacher? No, you know it, just, it just says... We know who the gender of the person with the AK-47 is. <laughs> we don't we even question that. We know what the, we know what uh it don't, it don't say how old the child is either, do it? No. Okay. Uh, I think it was middle school. Middle school? Middle school. Okay. Son called crying. Dad, my teacher slammed me. And Pops came up there with the AK-47. 
Can you relate to Pops showing up at the school ready to ready to go in for his son mm-hmm. with the AK-47? Can mm-hmm. you relate to... I mean, I know you don't have kids. No, I can't. Uh, but I mean, I don't. You know, if it was your little brother, little mm-hmm. sister, uh, can you relate going that hard? AK-47, fully loaded, came up to the school, the middle school, other kids there. Uh, which one of y'all touched my son? I need to know where you at on this. All right, I got one. All right, where you at? All right, so I did need a few more details before I could answer, but All right. I'm going to go with my adopted dad on this one. Okay, the adopted dad. Explain yes, that yes, one sir. to me. Because I'm like almost all the way feeling it. Like okay. I almost all the way can relate. There's a little bit in that. Uh-huh. That's like, that's a little much. Okay. But I do understand, or I, I'm trying to project being and understand the mind of a parent. Your, your child calls and says, yo, my teacher slammed me. Now, this is, this, is, this is where the adoption comes in. This is where it could go from adoption to blood. Okay, talk to me. If the teacher was a male, that's blood. Okay. If it's a female, I, I, you can't pull up with no loaded AK-47 for the female. Now, really? you do pull up. <laughs> you pull up. You grab the Glock 38. <laughs> okay. Not the AK-47. You need an AK for the, you need <laughs> AK, you need AK for the males, you know what I'm saying? But I can relate to pulling up. And raising hell. Like, it's going that It's going down. This is firstborn. Firstborn. Ladies and gentlemen. All right. This is how much I can relate to this. This is the heir to the throne. Uh-huh. This is my youngin'. I'm teaching them everything. I'm so close to this. If I got a call from one of my kids crying, uh-huh. I'm going to tell you right now, as a parent, when your child is crying for certain reasons, it, it does something to you. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying All to project right. to that. So I got a three-year-old right now that is still sleeping in my room. All right. And a couple of weeks ago, at about two or three o'clock in the morning, he woke up hysterically screaming and crying uh-huh. out of his sleep. And the type of feeling that I had when I woke up, I couldn't go back to sleep for the rest of the night. Yeah. It was like... You know, I jumped up like thinking see, he was screaming like somebody was trying to take him or something. Like right, I didn't right, understand right, what was right. going on, and it really, really got to me. So if you if heard that child, on the phone at school, yeah, if my child called me crying and says the teacher slammed, this ain't no out of the blue type of conversation. Where do you come? Where do you come up with slam? Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. slammed. Like even if it's Miss Meadows, nah, slam Miss Meadows is tripping. <laughs> I'm coming up there AK-47, Ice Cube. It's going down. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. Say hello to my little friend. You can't do that. Uh, Wendy Williams got caught up. This is funny already. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> her show. She got caught up, as we do uh, from time to time, and dropped the N-bomb on the show. Audience full of white people. She was talking about something. She was talking about something. And she was like, man, you mix. And she caught, she caught herself. But Wendy Williams. She was in the, she was in her zone. She was in her conversation. It was something crazy that was going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at times, I'll go ahead and say this, so I might be giving away my answer already. At times, you know, it's like you can talk about black people, African-American, and then sometimes it's like, man. These niggas trip. <laughs> <laughs> What's your relation? Or her dropping the N-bomb. Uh, on the show in front of her entire audience, man. She got caught up. Uh, I wish we had the clip of it because it's hilarious, but she got caught up and she actually hit him with the N-bomb uh, right there on the show. What's your relation to that, brother? 
So I got something for this. All right. Because I can't relate. <laughs> I'm going to go with my great ancestors on this. Okay. In the name of my great ancestors, they went through some things. And a lot of these things that we've talked about on the show today. Yes, we did. They've gone through some oppression and some difficult situations. And every now and then, it's just in my blood. Yeah. For a nigga got to slip up every now and then. Every so, now because and of then. The, because, of these, because of these people of my, that I can so closely relate to, the people that shaped us, uh-huh. I can relate to this. Every now and then, you just got to let one slip. It don't matter where you at. I'm going to go with my big ghetto sister. I love her. Yes. <laughs> this is the one that uh, you don't make me call my sister. Don't make me call my All sister. All right, because she coming out here and she going in on everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? She's popping sunflower seeds. Mm-hmm. Hot and, sausage. And making that little, whatever that little pop sound with the gum in their mouth. You, I, I, I've never understood how they can do that. I always wanted to do it. Only females. Uh, yeah, every once in a while you get caught up in the conversation. Uh, I be at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know where you work, so I be at work, and some things be going on up there, especially some dress code violations. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I got to say it. Uh, I ain't gonna say where I work, but you see a lot of interesting things up there, and you know people just do some crazy stuff. Uh, and I re- remember a specific story. Uh, I came home one day, and I had just took a promotion. I had just started working with a different group of people that I hadn't been working with before. And my wife had noticed a change in my demeanor. I used to come home and I would be jipper and happy and excited. And I came home one day and the excitement was gone. Mm-hmm. And she looked at me and she said, what's going on with you? And all I could say was, and these niggas. <laughs> Bro, and it was so appropriate. I wasn't even there. I couldn't say nothing else but... Man, these niggas right here. And she and knew it. So, and there's so many words in that sentence. Oh, my I God. I mean, there's a paragraph it, in that. There's so much behind it. There's oh. so many definitions yeah. behind these niggas. She probably yeah. wouldn't ran you a bath right yeah. here. <laughs> it's like, lay down, let me rub your shoulders, because I already know <laughs> what that means. You go to the grocery store, and you could just, if you go in the grocery store by yourself, and you come out, and the person's sitting in the car, and your face is different, and you get in the car, and they be like, what's wrong with you? Man, these niggas. And you know it's not going to be. And I'm going to just let y'all know right now. These niggas does not refer to just black people. Not at all. I'm going to get this out the way Let's just go ahead and establish this now. Let's go ahead and Uh -uh. touch on this real Uh -uh. quick. Uh -uh. These niggas, this is all inclusive. They are (laughs) multiracial niggas. All right, all right. Straight up. So listen, uh, a driver uh, of a school bus. Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing already. What is it, yo? Oh my gosh. So a Pennsylvania school driver has been charged with a DUI and 26 counts of endangering the welfare of children after he reportedly said, go F yourselves, and then left them in the gas station. He got off the bus. He Whoa. told the kids to go F themselves. <laughs> he got off the Before bus. Before he got off the bus, did he yeah. say, these niggas? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was somewhere in there. Can you relate to getting, oh, like, I rode the bus. Did you ever ride the bus to school? I rode it every day. Okay, I feel like I could have been a part of this back in the day. Because we used to drive our bus driver. Oh, so they gave him a DUI until he was drunk? I guess he was drunk. He was at the gas station. He probably went to go get a 40 right there. <laughs> Man, this is but funny. But he literally told the kids to go F yourself. <laughs> go F yourself. 
And then he left them. I'm not doing it no more. I can't take it no more. I am out. Y'all have pushed my buttons for the last time. Shout out to everybody that went to Rogers Heights. Uh, Y'all remember Mr. Richardson? He used to put the bus on silent. He cut the lights on and say, this bus is on silent. Shut up. And everybody had to be quiet because we was making so much noise. All right, bro. But can you relate to him uh, leaving the kids? This is funny. This is funny, but in all seriousness, I got to go stranger on the back of the bus on this You got to go stranger on the back of the bus? I can't relate to this, bro. I, I understand. Kids is crazy. Yo, it takes a special kind of person to deal with children, especially on the school bus. I was a part of the crazy bus shenanigans as well. We were in an enclosed space for a long amount of time. These kids are trying to figure out something to do to pass the time. And it gets weird from time to time. It does. Bus driver, I understand your pain. Maybe this line of work just ain't for you, but you can't leave them at the sit-go with the bus running. That's crazy. I can't, you're a stranger on the back of the bus. I can't relate to that. I went with my drug dealing uncle. Oh my God. Yep. I don't really like what he does, but I'm going to take the shoes. When he buy them, yes, I'm going to be hanging out with him. I, I turn it down nothing, okay? I am like right there with this guy because I have literally been on the bus. I don't condone this, but I'm a size I don't condone this. <laughs> but if you pick me up or if you let me use the Beamer to go out on a date, I'm definitely driving it. It might be some weight in the trunk. It might be some weight in the trunk, <laughs> you know, but we look good going to prom. Listen, though. we going. Man, kids are crazy, especially these days. I can't even Which, imagine. Which what we were doing back in the day, it's like 10,000 times worse. And I know a few bus drivers that probably wanted to leave us. Uh, what I think is really funny is to go after yourself. Go <laughs> after yourself. <laughs> that's what sweetens the whole I pot that's where, I think that's where I had to kind of like draw the line a little bit. Because I, you could have just left. You're no, you can't. Bro, stop. No. Do, do not leave kids on the, at, at the gas station with the, with the joint running, please. God, what you mean you could have just left? Oh, y'all. Oh, y'all grown? If you're grown enough to talk trash, y'all grown enough to find your way to school. Go oh, after yourselves. Go after yourselves. It's to go after yourselves. This last one. 26 counts. Uh, so a woman, mm -hmm. uh, I believe in South Carolina, pulled out a gun on a Domino's employee after they forgot her chicken wings in her order. Pulled she pulled out, a gun out? Pulled a gun on the Domino's person because they forgot her wings, bruh. Mm. Listen, I've been thinking about these wings all day long. I called specifically for this, and y'all forgot my wings, and she pulled out a gun on them. Wow. Where my wings at, bruh? Wow. Wow. I, I got, see you kind of thinking over this. Yeah, cause, because because first of all, it, I know this person's black. Okay. And you know, you know it's gotta be a special occasion to add wings. We're not adding wings. Okay. We're, we're not finna just all add time. wings all we're the not time. Just throwing wings so, I, so today was a special day. So I'm gonna go pretty close on this. I'm gonna go granddad on this. Okay, granddad. I'm gonna go granddad. I can relate to him. He teaches me a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. I look up to him. He's a source of I can I can definitely relate to this. I've been in this situation. Cause I'm only calling the pizza spot when they got a promotion going on. Right. We not just getting Right. So me to for me to order a pizza and add wings, uh-huh. I mean either my check just came <laughs> or I'm sure I just got some good news. We ain't just getting wings. So you ain't finna leave the wings, and I'm sure. The Domino's employee must have got a little snappy. 
He didn't have right, he didn't have the right posture. Okay. He didn't have the right posture for for getting them wings. You gotta have some 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 humility. Big Mama. This Big Mama right here. You going Big Mama? Listen, Big Mama don't play. Oh. All right. I works hard for my money, man. I work hard. <laughs> hey, let me, let me tell you about my let money. Let me tell you about my money. Listen. When you are, I can tell you right now, the reason why I'm going Big Mama is because I can kind of see her in the house with the kids. They, hey, they're yelling. I just seen the picture of the lady. <laughs> can we, can oh. we put that picture back? Oh, I know they're going to see it. <laughs> Listen, oh. she in the house all day with the oh. kids. They acting up. She called, get this oh. pizza. She just trying to get this day over oh. with. And you she know the pizza for the kids and the wings for her. You know trying to get everybody calm. She went to the bathroom and oh. came back. All the pieces was gone and ain't no wings. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a problem. That's how my mother be, bro. She just want her. I just want that food. That's on my mind. And if it ain't there, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yo, this has been another segment of Can You Relate? We'll be right back with Christian's intuition Let's go. and our closing remarks, yep. relatively speaking. To listen and view Relatively Speaking video podcasts, subscribe to the YouTube channel, RSV Podcasts, also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Join the RSV Podcast Facebook group to join in on the conversation. Welcome back to Relatively Speaking once again. Uh, it has been a great show. I loved it. Time to close it out. Uh, so my man Christian with Christian Intuition, mm -hmm. what you got for the people? Something short and sweet today, man. This has been a really heavy episode, so I don't want to, you know what I mean, overdo it. But I will just simply wrap it up with a very simple concept that comes from Proverbs 23 and 7. It simply says, as a man thinketh, mm. so is he. We talked a lot about outside perception, outside approval. Uh, the way black people look at businesses, the way the way you feel, people looking at you like you a hustle. Um, the true thing that we really have to get to, and, the, and one of the main cores of everything that we're talking about to me is identity. Mm. A big thing with the African American um, African American community is that we we are not connected to our ancestors. You know what I mean? Because we were brought here uh, as slaves, and we don't really have a connection to Africa. You know what I mean? It's seen as a completely different place, and not a place that we came from. Every other uh, ethnicity in the United States can be deported except us, because where are we going to go? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So we don't really have that identity. We have to get to a place where we establish that for ourselves, similar to what they did with Black Wall Street. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. We have to build our identity. If you're starting a business, if you got a hair salon, if you're doing a mixtape, the truth, according to that verse, is whatever you think it is or whatever you think you are is what you will be. And it's not going to automatically be shown in the present circumstances. Whoever you will become might not always be right now, but whatever you think will always materialize in the future. So that's, some, that's just a little nugget, not just for black people, but for all of us. As a man thinketh, so is he. We got to raise our level of uh, expectation for ourselves and get rid of this approval from outside communities in order to become our best selves. I believe uh, in the black community, we have to start to understand that if we are going to get anywhere, we're going to have to get there together. Yes. Uh, we have to take the judgment off of our community a little bit uh, and stop being so hard on ourselves. When it comes to the black business, 
when it comes to the black business owner, when it comes to black women, when it comes to black men, when it comes to black children, we deal with so much outside stuff mm. that when we have to deal with the inside problems, when we get it from here and get it from there, and then we get it from our own people, it can be overwhelming, it can be demoralizing, it can make you want to give up. And so I think that what we really need to start doing is we really need to start going beyond our normal thinking and the way that we process stuff. Yeah. And we have to start thinking on a deeper level. Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to supporting our community and growing our community, I believe that we have to start with us before we can go outside. We have to start building our own banks, our own grocery stores, Schools. our own clothing, our own school. We have to do it all within us. Mm. And it's not going to start out at the top. It's not going to start out super amazing. And so I want to leave you guys with this. In supporting black businesses, we may have to settle for lesser quality so that we can get a greater quality in the black community. My name is King. I'm Christian. And this has been Relatively Speaking. Yo. Yep.